Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Lifelong Learner with Matt and Dinesh. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Lifelong Learner. Uh, we're both back here. Yeah, cheers. Hey, thanks for having us. Don't mind me. I'm going to have a drink while we do this one. That's okay. It's a late night. It's a, it's a late night episode. Um, so I want to ask a couple of questions in terms of how did everyone go on our first episode. We... We left you with a couple of questions, and in the second episode, we had um, a dear friend of both of ours, Melissa Dowdy, on. Uh, but on the first one, we asked a question. Um, I think we left it like, was it try and find, we challenge you to try and find an educator around you, an educator or a teacher around you. Um, mm. And we left it, and we didn't know how this would be the episode that we're going into, right? But we left it in terms of um, people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'd said that there's, I think we alluded to, and people who've spoken to us about it after have said that, yeah, there's teachers everywhere, and it could be, I think we talked about maybe it's your waiter, or it's your, you know, um, it could be the kid that you think you're coaching, and they end up teaching you a lesson, like, mm. if you view everyone as a teacher, then, or as an educator, then everyone is, yeah. potentially. Yeah. Um, on that note, I... It's kind of going uh, a bit astray. Go on, bring it. This is, uh, this is what they pay us for. <laughs> they, do, they do. I wish we are getting paid for this. No one we're pays not, us. <laughs> to be honest. I'll pay you, you pay me, and then that's a true thing. Perfect. Okay. So this is not a paid podcast. This is a passion project. Uh, but if you, anyone there that wants to pay us, uh, by all means, pay us. We'll welcome We them. take stamps. We'll take any payment. <laughs> Coins, money, stamps. Learn it. Like teachers, right? So we talked about people and uh, people being those teachers. So, but now I think about it is like how many times when you get home from work or school or whatever and you're, you're in a pretty down and out mood um, and if you have a dog, like I know both of us are dog people, your dog cheers you up. Right. So you get home and the dog doesn't know anything and I know my guy will look out through the window as soon as he knows the sound of the car pulls up waiting his tail and I'm wrecked I'm right. tired and this dog just goes you know what all I want to do is show you love and play mate if, if anyone like in my years of trying to coach people in sales or in coaching that's like one of the key things and you can learn it from a dog what's Nine, nine tenths of a sale, enthusiasm. Half of coaching, enthusiasm. A dog just oozes enthusiasm. Yeah, just goes out of the way and just goes, oh, you know what, I just, I, don't, I didn't have a long day, I've been waiting all day to hang out with you. But can you imagine that? That's a hard gig, waiting the whole time for someone to come home. And to be ready to give them the enthusiasm they need. And most of the time, people aren't. Not all the time. People yeah. like, oh, let me just put my shit down. They're all up in your face and like, show you happy. And you're like, just leave me alone. And it doesn't affect their levels of enthusiasm. I still love you. Let's play. Come on, let's go. Oh mate, you're right. Spot right. on. That's a good teacher, right? In terms of going, you know what? They're very much in the present. They're just. It doesn't matter. They're having a bad day, right? Uh, that leads us into our uh, our topic for today. I guess it is a good segue. So we went from people to animals, 
And then what comes after animals is, I guess... Things that aren't beings. The things that potentially can't be touched tangibly or they're not mm. objects or living... Well, it's, I guess it depends. It's a big topic. This is a big topic. We, we underestimated this topic once we thought about it because... Um, so, before we just bridge this and go, I'm going to ask you, Matt, are you a... Hippie. Is that what you were about to say? <laughs> Because I get this a lot after we started doing these podcasts. Are you a hippie? I am not a hippie. I have long hair and I like to talk about things in depth. Uh, no, not a hippie, but um, are you a faith-based person? Yeah, that's... Wow, we're doing this, aren't we? Yeah, I guess I am. I'm... I don't know. I believe in something, 100%. Okay. Yes. So my next question then is... Well... One is faith-based. What do I mean faith-based? Like mainstream, right? And then the next question, people go, it's the same, but it's very different, is, are you spiritual? Yeah, yeah, okay. So now I get you. I was confused. <laughs> I guess I'm classed as the in the spiritual category. Mm. Because mine isn't a traditional religion. Or, you know, it's a... Yeah, it's more spirituality, I guess, rather mm. than religion. Faith is more tied to religion, I guess. But then you can have faith in spirituality as well, so it's a tricky topic. <laughs> it really is. Mm. I yeah. Carry on. You're trying to work out what I believe. Is it I believe in the universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that's the way that I comprehend this massive thing that's unexplainable to yeah. me. Some people call it call it God. Yeah. Um, some people call it the big guy, the source, high power. Gut, intuition, spirit, the force, the zone, the lord, the vortex. Vortex? I mean, these are all names for the same thing. Mm. I'm not tied to what it's called, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just kind of... I want I'm curious to know... Where... Was it always this way? Or... Did you grow up in a household that says, oh. let's believe in the universe? And- no, like, so if you say universe, I say universe to um, my six-year-old daughter. She goes, oh, the planets. Yeah. So did, did you grow up in a household that was all about universe? No. No. That's something I adopted throughout my journey. And a lot of it, toward, I guess traveling was a large part of it. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't come, my family's not religious at all. Um, they're not atheist like is agnostic when you yeah. don't really have something yeah I guess that's where they are the other half of the family is deeply religious Christianity or some some strain of that yeah. but not really mm. but I was never I was always free to choose yeah, you know okay. what I mean and yeah. I guess but throughout my journey I've God never felt right to me saying it and there was so many like so many fights over it and I just you know what I mean? Like, it's everyone's got an idea of what it is, but mm. the universe was free and up for grabs, and I could say it without people judging me and going, oh, you believe this, and, and put you in a category. Being, universe, I fluctuate between the two, because it's... But you end up sounding like a hippie, right? Everyone wants to put you in a category. You say universe, and it's like, oh, he's trying to be one of these spiritual new age guys. Look, he's got a long hair. He must be a hippie. And he burns incense at his office. He burns incense at his office. He's a definite hippie. Mm-hmm. Whatever, put me in whatever category you like, but for me... The universe is the best way that I can process the learning that's going on. And I believe, and I guess this is the topic, is the universe 
one of the greatest teachers. Yeah, interesting, right? Uh, yeah. I, I think it is. I think it is. It is if people listen. Mm. If they don't listen, then they're not going to learn. I guess with anything, right? We'll take our first episode, right? We're talking about traditional education in the classroom. If you don't listen, you're not going to fucking learn. Mm, that's right. true. But I guess with this topic, before you have ears to listen and eyes to see, you need to know what you're looking for. If you don't believe that there is anything, then it, it doesn't work. If you believe that they're in something or you believe in something greater than you, then it's possible that these coincidences, which is another word for God, let's be honest, coincidence, you know, when th- that, that's a safe way of processing something unexplainable. Oh, it's a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. When these things happen, you know, often there's a way to learn from that, right? Yeah. If you believe that everything happens for a reason. But if you believe nothing happens for any reason, so it really does come back to what your belief is first. Yeah, that's interesting, right? But, um... Mm. But do you believe that the universe... Well, I mean, what would you... Do you call it the universe? Uh, what is this greater thing to you? It is now... It never used to be. Mm. It was... So I got brought up in a Hindu household. Yep. So uh, Krishna and... I'm just throwing that out. Yeah. Am I right? Is that one of them? You're asking the wrong person. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, I think Krishna's one of them. Shiva and the whole like... Ganesh, like, is Ganesh is one. Ganesh is the... the multiple like arms. So right? you were named after a god. That's what I get all the time. I'm like, no, it's G-I. That's, that was G-A. Ganesh and Ganesh are two different things. People don't get it. But anyway. Mm. Listeners out there, it's Ganesh. No. Ganesh. Okay, um, but yeah, same religion. Uh, so we get brought up in that pretty, um, not strict, but like we go to temple once a week, blah, blah. And as a kid, you go up, you like, you just go along with it, you kind of learn it, blah, blah. Um, and then it's interesting, right? So it's interesting that we're going into this now. Mm-hmm. Um, so my brother passed away when I was younger and I was like, I'm done. Uh, this Hindu God thing? Not working for me right now. Full of shit. Yeah. All lies. Mumbo jumbo. Oh, let's donate to the temple. Oh, really? What good did that do? Because it w- wasn't there for you when you needed it. Yeah, most. it was just a whole bunch of resentment, right? And uh, mm. it was interesting. My my parents went... Uh, one of them went one, but one of them was indifferent. And one of them went uh, more religious, right? When I went the other way, I was like, nah. Don't want anything to do with it. Not stepping into a temple after my brother passed away uh, for a long time. And I was like, nah, this doesn't exist. Mm. I don't want anything to do with it. They didn't, um, yeah, just didn't have anything to do with it. And it was, uh, yeah, and then I think as I got older, seeing coincidences happen, I was like, oh, there's something here. Right. And I was like, this is not, and I didn't want to put the label of God on it. And I was yeah. like, oh, maybe it's the universe. And I think, and it, Coming back to what you said, the traveling, right? Mm. You travel and you're like, there's no coincidence that I'm halfway across the world and then I'm randomly on this adventure, like, in a random town in in USA and these guys are like, I don't have a place to stay and these guys are like, yeah, we have a farmhouse, stay in the farmhouse. And I was like, oh, okay, mm. that's cool. Um, and you just kind of, there's all these things that line up and align. You're like, oh, 
this is this is something greater. Um, like, is it true? I mean, I'm gonna put you on the spot here, but well, don't get us wrong. We like to set goals and we believe in all this stuff, but we're struggling with the other part because you didn't plan to meet the love of your life, did you? Oh shit, no, no, no. Yeah. I didn't plan to be where we are right now. We're both well. We both didn't plan to be where we are now. So we're in Gippsland, Victoria, Australia, hmm. um, at a camp, right? It's like 9.30 at night, sitting in an office right now uh, at a camp. Um, but you would have asked both of us two years ago, would we be here? And we're like, no. Both of us are on other sides of the world. No idea. And same thing with love of life, right? Like, I didn't know... I didn't even know after I met my wife that well, it was, she was going to be my wife, mm-hmm. right? It was like a series of things to uh, actually get slapped in the face with yeah. by this thing called the universe. And it goes back to like, did I listen? And yes, I did listen in that instance. And it's like, how many times do people get out there, oh, I've met this person multiple times, right? The partner is a great example. I've met this person multiple times, but... They don't actually get together with this person for whatever reason. They're already in another relationship or they're preoccupied. They don't think this person's interested until maybe two or three years down the track or maybe even longer. Mm. And you're like, there's all these signs and this thing, this thing we're calling it the universe here to try and tell you it. But um, no one one listens. Mm. Yeah, like when that... You know, I mean... You got to be able to read it that way, though, don't you? Like, there's some obvious ones. Like, I've had, like, you know, when you try and run away from something, um, like a relationship that should end, and and you don't have that conversation, it's inevitable that eventually you are you're going to go for those, aren't you? Oh, yeah, it happens. <laughs> you're going to go through enough pain that's going to get you to the point where you're going to eventually do what you need to do, which is move on. Mm-hmm. And no one wants to split up with someone. No one wants to break up. And at the time, it's the worst thing in the world. Mm. But that was the very catalyst that turned you into the person that you became to meet the person that you're with now. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. What else? Well, let's, as we're on this then, right? We've, just, we've tackled relationships, right? Done. <laughs> yeah, tick. tick, sure. What else have you learned from the universe, right? We're talking about this great teacher, this thing called the universe. Oh, mate. Just... Oh, so many things. Like, for instance, I love traveling and I love exploring, but I always did it with friends. And people always said to me, Matt, you've got to try it by yourself. But there was fear there. I didn't want to, like... And you'll... The older you get, the more intelligent you are. You start to justify your fears as practicality and you, you come up with creative ways of making excuses that to justify the things. At the end of the day, I was scared. I was scared to travel by myself. Um... But, you know, something, I was in the UK, I got dumped, heartbroken, didn't know what to do. Was going through a period of, and I don't really want to share this all, but it's a great story. It demonstrates the point. So, let's go with it. Wasn't in a good place. And, you know, three months of real struggle. And who would have thought? But my former self, so in January, before I left to go to another country for someone that I was convinced that I was in love with, I'd set... 50 random reminders in my phone and I'll put it in reminders and I would just spin the wheel for the time and the date and they would randomly be set in my phone and 
I was sitting on a bus in the UK going from Hackney back to um, Clapham Junction where I lived. And I was sitting on the bus and I had this thought, like, what am I doing with my life? You're in another country, you don't have any money, you're away from your friends, you've kind of potentially lost someone that you really care about, you're wasting your life, you don't know what you're doing. And I said out loud on the bus, what do I do now? And within seconds, my phone answered. I looked down at my phone and a reminder from me set three months before, learn to surf. And in that moment, I knew exactly what I had to do. I booked my flight to Indonesia and I flew to Lombok and that's where my whole life changed. A whole different identity came out of it. I became Matt, long hair, and I, tr- I was by myself. Didn't know anyone. And I spent eight months there learning to surf and it was just me and the ocean and a bunch of people I didn't know. And I learned to be alone because yeah. I left by myself. Yeah, you didn't go with anyone, right? And every relationship I'd been in had ended mm. because I wasn't... I, this is what I took out of it and it might not, be, might not be true, but this is the lesson I chose to learn from the universe as I stared up at the stars one night and whenever you look at the stars or a fire, you start to address some of these big questions. You do? Yeah, that's interesting. And... I, I feel like we should be recording it outside looking stars. We should, really. But I was left with the thought, you have been going through the same cycle because you've avoided this number one thing, fear of being alone. And because I was scared of being alone, I was always attaching myself to relationships so that I didn't have to be alone. But the moment my hand was forced and I sent myself the message, go move to Indonesia and learn to surf... I was alone. And here's that really interesting coincidence. The moment I embraced being alone, I was never alone. I was surrounded by friends and my life changed. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You can't plan... You know what I mean? That's when I... There's too many of these coincidences on my trips where I've sat back and gone, that, that is incredible. To now, like, I believe... The universe is here to send us message. There's messages all around us. The people you meet, the interactions you have, it's a way of the universe communicating with you. Mm. Or I'm losing my mind. Mm. There's the other end of the spectrum too, right? In terms of like... Um, this is funny. You're walking in a shopping center and... Oh, that person smiled at me. They must be the one. They must be the one. Right? Like, there's a whole... Wait, well, I feel like we're telling people, like, hey, you just need to listen to the universe. There's going to be these people... Quickly that, turn around and look behind you, make sure it's not the person yeah. behind you that they're smiling at waving. How many times have you done that where you wave enthusiastically at someone because they're waving at you and you realise it's, it's the guy behind you? Oh, this is awkward. That's funny. What is the universe trying to teach me in this moment? Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's that fun. It's a fine balance of, um, yes, listening, but not listening too hard, right? In terms of that notion of surrendering to the universe. It's, mm. But it, surrendering the universe to an extent of... Um, but that's hard. We were just talking about this kind of before we started recording. Uh, what if you're very strong-willed, driven... Goal-driven, uh, like you have your life you planned be, out. You want to be in control. Yeah. And you're like, fuck this universe thing. Like, I don't want anything to do with it. I I just want to, um, yeah, I want to I want to know stuff, right? So, But that's an illusion too. Like, it, don't get me wrong. It makes sense to hedge your bets, set goals, have a vision, 
but from what we're reading and what we're seeing and what we're hearing, you know, some of the greats are saying surrender the universe. You still have a vision, still have a goal, but you can surrender. Like, the love of your life, you didn't plan to meet her at a camp in America. No. You know what I mean? You can't... You surrender the thought of... You know, everyone says it. You remember when I was growing up, guys, the guys who had, you know, relationships they wanted were all like, oh, yeah, I wasn't looking for it. But, you know, the moment I stopped looking, that's when it happened. Mm. And there's the guys, and I was one of them, who's like, no, I want to get a girlfriend. And I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, and it can never find. Yeah. And that's the only way that I truly understand the concept of surrender. Stop looking, and it will come. Yeah. But when it comes to work, goals, mm. passion, and vision, it's like, how do you balance it? So that you you get you know what I mean? Yeah. How does one surrender for what they really truly want? Yeah. And how is that not just being lazy? True, right? You're like Yeah, we that's interesting. We had a um a goals workshop a couple of probably a month ago now, four weeks ago. Um and we we're filling out this worksheet and one part of the worksheet was what do you need to leave to the universe? Mm. Right? Uh, and it was interesting in terms of like what so the whole there's a whole bunch of different stuff on this worksheet but like what do you need to leave to the universe and like in notion that you don't need all the pieces of this puzzle to start mm. right so you're starting for example a business right but if you go I don't know how I'm going to get the marketing sorted but do you really need to know that now you're going to let the universe just tell you that when it need to right that whole notion of don't let perfection get in the way of better yeah you just need to fucking start and it's the the how it's not our fucking job to know the ins and the outs and the how it's your job to know what you want write it down and envision having it yeah and the universe will take care of the how it will line you up with the people you need the resources you need and when those opportunities come your way you've got to have the eyes to see and you've got to be courageous enough to to try Mm. but there's a lot of things that just happen Mm. And you do it really well with um, with your team when you ask them, Matt, is, you know what, just give us your best guess. Right? Mm. They're like, oh, I don't really know. And you're like, and you'll find people do that with other staff. And if and when you have people say, I don't really know, you're like, you know, don't settle for that. Just mm. go, well, give me your best guess. If you're going to have a guess, give me your best guess, right? And then that whole notion of like surrendering. And I think... Um, yeah, letting go. Like, yeah, it's like when people say they don't know. And you know that that's just fear. And you say, yeah. well, what if you did know? What would you say? And once mm. you put that to bed, then they come out with the answer because they intuitively know. Mm. Yeah. Mark Dobson, who's a, a friend of ours and someone I look up to hugely, uses that strategy a lot. Best guess. Best guess. And I've taken it from him. And it just, it alleviates a lot of, it allows people to surrender. Oh, this, I'm not... I'm not tied to it. I can just throw this out. And by throwing it out, they build momentum and, and they start to... <coughs> I mean... Yeah, so I got... What are your... Like, this whole surrender thing, do you have an example in your professional life? Because uh, we used yours relationship with your wife. That was definitely an example of surrendering. You weren't mm. even looking for it. Um, but do you have an example of where you've surrendered in your professional life and had results? Things, coincidences happen. Yeah, well, um, I'm trying to think in just in the last 12 months. Yeah. Um, surrendering, surrendering. Uh, it's interesting. It's, uh, so yes, so this didn't really go anywhere. Like it didn't eventuate, uh, but it was interesting the timing of it. I was talking to 
uh, someone in our organization about um, taking the company global. Um, and that's never been on the cards. It was just a lofty, lofty one-liner. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> had it up on a vision board. Uh, and then you know, the next day, someone comes in to our site here uh, looking for myself um, and the owner and starts talking and goes, oh, look, we want to open up another site overseas. Mm-hmm. Random. Right, Massive. like, what are the what are the chances of yeah. that? Like, I didn't go actively looking. I went, okay, you know what? It's fine. It's um, it's yeah, it's gonna, uh, and it just came up, right? So, I think, yeah. So I think that was good. That was a, a interesting one. And then recently, um, this year, I'm doing a lot of um, a lot of professional development. Mm. Uh, the, and the cost was up, right? It's like, how do I invest in this? Do I want to do it? Do I not want to do it? And I was tear-tiring back and forth. And I went like, nah, I don't, I don't think I can invest this money in. Mm. And then I went, fuck it. I am. Mm. And my wife, is Richard, who's a very rational thinker, because a month ago you said no because you couldn't afford it. Where are you getting this money from? Like, I don't know yet, mm. but I know it's going to be okay. Mm. Um... In a roundabout way, it, it's, it has been. Yeah, because it has to be. Yeah, it has been, right? I've gone, yep, I did it, put my name in it, and said, I'm in. Uh, and you kind of put your balls in line, and you go, fuck, mm. I'm going to, you hide in that necessity. And the universe takes over. Yeah, so you burnt the bridges. I mean, that's like the Greeks when they took Troy, right? They burnt their, they burnt their boats. There's no alternative other than, than winning. And you've kind of done that. You've just, you don't have the money for it, but you've, you've signed up for the course. Yeah. got to find the money. Yeah, and the money, the money came. And because you're so certain, I guess that's when we start to allude to the fact the universe takes care of some of the how. Yeah, you don't have to have it always worked out, right? Mm. I, I'm reading this uh, this book. I read it seven years ago, actually, which is mm. interesting. Seven years ago, I read this book called The Secret, and there's a huge amount of stigma around this book now, right? Because a lot of those, if you believe it, you can achieve it. All those cliches, those like, cheesy com- like, kind of things come... From, from this book I mean it obviously was very successful but I read it seven years ago when I started a sales job um, I was a man I was a trainee and you had to make 30 sales in a week to become a manager and then you had a job and it was just um, full commission no mm. you don't make a sale you don't make any money yeah um, and I one of the guys gave me this book and he said look this will be the difference between you making it and not making it and it talks about this you know law of attraction and and about the universe. So this is probably, to be honest, when you said where did your thoughts of the universe come from, yeah. I would say that this book probably shaped a lot of my thoughts because yeah, I needed something to get me through this kind of very strenuous training session. Yeah. Like I, I needed the money. I had, yeah. I had to find a way. Mm. And so I used this book and, and a lot of... The book's called The Secret? Yeah, it's called The Secret. Look, it's worth a read. You get out what you what you want it's going to be different for everyone but um i recommend it it talks about the law of attraction and there's a lot of misconceptions about the law of attraction a lot of people will say things but you've really got to read the book a few times to understand it but yeah look i'm reading it again it was seven years ago Um, it touches on a lot of these concepts um, about surrendering about you know visualization putting a thought out there and sometimes 
coincidences happen. If you're certain, you're clear on what you want, the universe draws it towards you. Now, I'm not saying that you can just visualize, you know, exactly what you want and it's going to be there. Action is part of it. You've got to take action. But there's this. it, it starts with a thought. That's what yeah. this book suggests. And you're, it's, you're saying you just can't sit there and hope. I want my dream job, Matt. And I'm just going to sit in my living room. I'm not going to open a laptop. I'm just going to hope. I'm just going to believe in the universe. Can I do that? See, here's the thing. There's no belief if you're sitting there doing that because your actual overriding thought is the opposite. Because you're sitting there going, I'm not doing anything. Therefore, I don't believe this is possible. So even though you're thinking, I want my dream job. Come on, universe, send it to me. The tone is, I'm never going to get my job sitting on my ass. So that's the message you're sending out. It's that whole limiting and fear-based Thinking, yeah, right? so you actually, the signal you're sending is, I'm not going to get a job sitting on my ass like this. And what does the universe give you? Oh. Not getting a job because you're sitting on your ass. Mm. But when you believe and you're certain and you take action, you're doing everything within your power. Therefore, you believe that it's possible. And it's actually the belief that gets you what you want. How often do we get the things we want that, have, that don't come from the work that we're putting in? Those coincidences. Yeah, it just kind of falls in your lap, right? Mm. And the action you take is actually just cultivating more belief because you're like, I am tapped out, I'm tired at the end of every day, I'm doing everything I can. Therefore, I deserve this thing that I want because you believe that you deserve it, the universe is going to give it to you. Yeah, that's interesting. It's a, yeah, look, it's a lot to digest this book, but I definitely recommend it. It's worth a read. Mm. Look, I'm aware that it's getting very late. I don't know how helpful this podcast has been. It's probably actually... Just opened a can of worms for everyone. I think it, I think it has, and um, I've got a question though. I think, it, yeah, sure, sure. Do you mind if I? I want to ask but, everyone to to consider how many times, and I want them to potentially even write a list of the coincidences in your life, the awesome things that have happened through no planning of your own. Like maybe you've had a vision, but things have just happened that made it happen, or you know. Like one more example, when we were traveling around Europe, Paul and I both had the idea of a bus we wanted. We wrote down exactly what we wanted. We ended up driving that bus around Europe and it was ridiculous. So how many of you have got these examples? You met the love of your life in the most random situation or you got the dream job, you got the phone call, you got the bike that you always wanted as a kid growing up and you got it randomly through a friend of a friend. Like let's, let's put some, let's make some comments and share some of the coincidences that we've had in our lives. I'm curious. I want to see how many. Is it? Is it just me? Because I'm pretty sure it happens to everyone. Yeah. Or if it is, if you guys do believe not in coincidence, but if it's an act of the universe, right, or act of God, or act of whatever, right? Like yep. uh, we we want to know. Uh, it doesn't matter what you believe in, even if you don't believe. Mm. What is something you're like? Oh, I just fell fell in my lap. Like, I'm curious to know. It feels like the universe, or God or my intuition has taught me this or given me this, this has come to me. That's what I'm curious about. And even for the, I challenge the people out there who go, you know what, I dis- I determine my destiny. There's mm. a lot of people like that go, you know what, I'm not putting my belief in something more than me, right? Mm. Which is fine. But I'm like, what are some things you just haven't had to work for, but mm. that just seemed to work out for no rhyme or reason? Yeah, and if you go, oh no, but I made that phone call and did that, and that's the reason why I call bullshit. So do I. Look at look at your group of friends. There's some friends there that you didn't 
approach. You didn't try to make friends with it. It was a friend of a friend and some weird thing happened and you liked him. And then, you know, like mm. you, if you personally, if you believe you're in control of everything, like there's, there's got to, you know what I mean? We're not in control of everything. Like how we'd meet. Huh? How we'd meet. How did we meet? We met through, the, it was through this place, <laughs> which we're back at. We're back at now, right? Like, and that was through coincidence. Yeah. Like both studying completely different courses, no mutual friends at that point in time, didn't go to the same high school, didn't, and we went, we went to both, we talked about it the first time, right? We went to both private schools, but two different leagues. Yeah, like was one's, AG, one's AGS and one's yeah. APS, and then um, two ge- different geographical areas. Uh, we said two unis. And then this place brought us together. And it's just an interesting, like, is there a rhyme or reason that brought us together? Well, if you look at it, how are we still friends? You spent the last five years in America. I spent the last three years in the UK and then two years somewhere else. We've been away almost as long as we've been friends, yet we're now sitting in the exact same place that we met. It's ridiculous. So I'm going to leave you with something. This is off um, Janesh's calendar which I find amusing because he, he has these rip-off little motivational messages and uh, it says at the top, you're a badass. That's nice. It's a little <laughs> reminder in the morning, a little is. compliment to start Each the day. Each morning, mate. Imagine you start your day with you're a badass. i give you with this. Um, this was Thursday, February 22nd off Janesh's calendar. What often happens is that regardless of our best intentions, hard work, We're trying to control our circumstances by using our limiting beliefs and old patterns. We think that we need to try to take charge of the situation. Fear-based thinking. Instead of having faith and gratitude and allowing the universe to deliver. Loved-based thinking. Surrender is the part where you hand the job over to the universe. Awesome. I think we'll leave it at that. I think um, we're not here to solve questions. We're here to uh, make you think a little bit and uh, someone please solve all these questions that I have oh it'd be great we're just here to ask the questions yeah ask the question that everyone's thinking I'm curious I'm really curious to see what some of the coincidences are um, that you guys have so yeah if anyone listens at all put a couple of things down I might even I'll put a couple down it might just be you or me yeah. sharing them on yeah. well if you do listen can you comment because we actually don't know how many people listen and if you're just one of Janesh's friends, give us a pity one. Just tell us what you tell us what coincidence you share. Maybe the coincidences that you're going to share are the fact that none of you actually listen. Actually listen. That's. And we just keep sharing this stuff on Facebook. You're like, guys, can you just stop sharing it? I'm not listening. Um, but if you do have any suggestions, we want to hear some topics that you guys want to hear. Mm. We want to know who do you want on the show. Or what type of people do you want to actually hear from a current school teacher? Do you want to hear from uh, a politician? Do you want to hear from, we talked about God and spiritual, do you want to hear about someone in a, wow, in a clergy, right? In Sander, a, calling you out, mate. Oh, I just dropped a name. We do know a, uh, a friend who will, will be great. You'll, you'll probably take double episodes to talk about this really shit. well I kind of want to film that one because mm, he just uh, they talk about perception versus reality yeah we might have to do a video or one mm, afterwards yeah whose voice matches with what image yeah yeah 
Um, yeah, cool. Thanks for listening, my friends. I'm out of this drink, so I'm going to make my way to the fridge and grab another one. That's a great idea. Have a good one, guys. Good. Thanks for listening to another episode of Lifelong Learner. Remember to check us out on SoundCloud or iTunes and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash lifelong learner now.